steps going around to the back because it's a graveyard. I think the first time she went, she like explored it because she didn't really know what it what it properly was. And then like she found like some of the headstones she could like turn on and they would like holographically project a person with their dates and like information about them. And like I think when she first did that, she very quickly turned it off and left. And now she just avoids. Because I think in the back of her mind, she's like, and that's where Juniper's gonna be buried. Great, cool, awesome, love it, fuck. And like, (laughs) doesn't want to hear it. Awesome, great, love it, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. He's going through some existential bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's the end of the round, though. After, After everyone at the table has completed their turn, going... In turn order, ask any one of the following questions of any other player. So this is on page nine. Um, Each player should ask and answer only one question. So Will, you get to go first here. And then it's your turn again. So so I ask? You ask one of these questions. Okay. um, Of Juniper or Aira. And then it's Mm. Um, I'm going to ask Juniper... What do you love most here? I'm, I mean, Aira, of course, but <laughs> um, I think I think it's just like that. I think it's just the it's just the whole like blank slate thing. I think what she loves isn't it's not a it's not necessarily a physical thing or person. I mean, of course, Aira, like I said, but like it's it's just the the opportunity and the space to like build a home and like build a family with this person and you know her new friend and like um just completely separated from you know all all the stuff that happened in the runa system um i think that, that's that's really special for her like she does it she's it almost doesn't feel like she's a guest anymore because she spent so long, like, essentially just, like, couch surfing, like, on uh, all these, like, different planets and, like, traveling to other people's homes. But, like, now she finally gets to build her own. Mm. Nice. Sweet. Mm-hmm. You're asked, Natalie. I think I'm going to ask Matthias, what can I do to help you? So I think she knows, like, you know, you're kind of you probably feel like a little bit of an outsider, like kind of like what you were saying. Mm -hmm. I think um, what you can do is sort of what you've already done, which is just sort of understand, you know, not Mm -hmm. try and correct or anything like that, but just like understand how Matthias is feeling, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Or I guess I probably should have asked Dane, huh? Eh. I don't know how I'll just ask Matthias. I'll ask Matthias another question. Um, Okay. I think one night Aira asks, do you want to leave this place? As you're like staring up at the stars. Like, I think she catches Matthias eventually uh-huh. doing the work. Um, yeah. 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 I want to leave. I'm sorry, Aira. I, I want to have what you have. You know, obviously your romantic love is different than a than a friendship love, but it's still it's still a bond. And I can't I can't go 
you know, an eternity without it. And I'm sure, you know, I consider you a friend now. I don't want this to be any, any marker on you, but I can't do this anymore. I think Air, like, sighs heavily. I think you'd be taking a step back. I think I'm a lot more human than, uh, than even I thought at first. Than I'd care to admit. And, uh, I thought maybe I would shake this, maybe it would go away, but it won't. And that's not to say I wouldn't come back, but I feel like I just gotta go. I'll tell you this. Juniper and I left our son. We left her mother. Her surrogate father. Her actual father. All untrustful. We meant to be able to go back to them. To visit, maybe bring them here. I don't know if that's possible. You're not the only one leaving something behind. Okay? And if you are going to go, don't just take part of my body, please. I would bring it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, it's on loan. And you can use my mech in the meantime. It's not the same and you know it. I'm not going to stop you, Matthias. But ask. You can't sneak your way out of this one. Alright. Well then. This is me asking. You let me go? I want you to try two more months. All right. You got it. So I sent you your hand. And these are the last three turns, draws, rolls that we're going to do on. Wow. 11. God, that's wow. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. We have... Ten of hearts, two of spades, queen of diamonds, and the six of clubs. Okay. Sorry, I gotta read these over a little bit. Now you're totally fine. Um, I'm gonna ask uh, Ira this question. Oh, okay. Which is uh, the ten of hearts. Uh-huh. What has this place given you that you could not gain elsewhere? Um, genuine peace is the thing. Like, and I think this gets shown not in like a really big way, but just in like the transition from winter to spring. She just goes about her days is the thing that's so different. She can just openly be with Juniper and can talk with Matthias, um, who is the first like... One of very few long-term, longer-than-a-few-weeks uh, friendships she's ever had. Um, and I think at, at some nights, she instead of sleeping, she'll 
uh, stay up and connect to some giant network and talk with the other synthetics or XM. And Natalie, you can you can um, go with me on this or not. Um, but I think the other thing Aira can start doing is plan a wedding. Yeah. Right? That's a thing that <laughs> she couldn't have anywhere else. So, like, I think seeing those things start happening is how you can understand that she's allowed to basically just be a person here, which is something she mm-hmm. couldn't be in the Ruman system because she was hunted because lots of people didn't believe she was a real mm-hmm. being. So, yeah, I think She kind of has that, like, the mundanity of it. <laughs> mundanity mm-hmm. of yeah. being a person. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I think she kind of loves it. Like, even when she, like, starts being like, I've done the dishes for the 70th million time, she's like, oh, but I get to do dishes. Right, be grateful. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that's I think that's the scene you see to understand that. I like that. All right. Um, yeah, but that was my scene. Sweet. Okay. Okay, this one is for uh, Juniper. There is a, it's yeah. the two of spades. There's a place in the wild you retreat to for quiet moments. Describe the location, tell you, tell us how you discovered it. What draws you to it? I mean, I think like, I mean, I do have my place that like brings me joy, which I described before. Is it, is the church complete or is like, is it the museum? Yeah, it's kind of what I'm trying to think about, but um... I don't know if that's like, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe when it's completed, um, that might, that might be a good spot. Um, maybe what it is, is like, she spends some, um, she spends a lot of her afternoons basically writing our history. <laughs> like she, like she goes mm-hmm. there and she likes to document everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of just like this quiet time for her each day. Um, where she she just gets to write and uh i don't know maybe uh, i don't really know what photographs work here but like <laughs> um you know develop some of those uh and i think it's just it's really a type of like quiet contemplation so and uh, and i'd imagine like sometimes she'll bring Aira or Matthias with her and uh you know they can kind of like tell stories together and just like talk and work on that as a group. But I, th- I think she really, really likes there to like to just like go there alone. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Sweet. I don't know. I mean, we can have a scene around that if you want, but no, 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 that sounds good to we me. We don't have to. Cool. That sounds good to me. Um, mm-hmm. This next one is sort of a question for all of us. I think. Which is, um, which is, how do you protect your home? I think we could all sort of figure that out. Like, what is there a sort of threat that we have to deal with, and if so, how do we go about that? Do we have like a house meeting about it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, kind of funny. So I think Aira brings it up, and she like puts down like a uh, like a hologram of a wolf, and she says, "Okay, so I finally." I finally just asked what these things are. They're called wolves. <laughs> and they <laughs> and they've been eating our chickens. They got one of our goats. So do we 
I don't know. Juniper, do you still have do you still have your gun? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, but I'm not gonna <laughs> You want me to just like kill all of them? I I mean I okay. On the okay, okay. on the record says there's there's hunt, there's millions in this on this continent. So like no, we're not going to kill them all. <laughs> okay. Also, Hear I think XM and this the rest is... would be pretty pissed. This is <laughs> This is a crazy idea, but what if we domesticated the wolves? <laughs> History repeats oh, itself. Oh, actually, <laughs> like she put, she points at she hits a link and she says they actually already did that originally, and they did it again. What? There's dogs. I thought I was being they so creative. Them... No, that was pretty good. No, it's a good idea. So, do we get? We could we could ask XM for a dog. That could protect us. Let's do it, yeah. I like that. Let's get a dog. <laughs> oh, can we please, Ira? Can we please? Can we keep please. it? Please. Why are we asking? <laughs> yes, we can get a dog. <laughs> but it's not just a pet. It has to do work. So you can't spoil it it's too much. Okay, but maybe we spoil it a little bit. <laughs> I have just a little bit. I have a f- Do you guys think we should build a room for the dog? <laughs> yeah. I actually have a feeling that this is going to turn out to be a lot like the sauna and Aira is actually going to really <laughs> like the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I do love the image of like cutting away and then like a ship like landing uh and like just some person uh like some like robot like walking a No, it's got to be like Goldenrod or one of the big big robots like arrives and then like out of its carapace like puts a dog down for us and then like talks for a little bit and then leaves (laughs) (laughs) what does the dog look like oh it's got to be a big one right like you can't have like yeah yeah it's like got to be um like a big old like tibetan mastiff or something nice just so big so fluffy Uh, and yes, Aira and the dog are very good friends, even though <laughs> she's like that parent who like doesn't want the pet, but then like they get a pet and, a and like they fall in love with the it. Pet more than anyone else, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> uh, how is I, I think through all of this like stuff over these couple of months, I think Aira's really watching Matthias though. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think she's brought anything up again, but she is like, like just okay. So we have our last one. Uh, last one for for your hand, yeah. Okay. Um, that is the six of clubs, which is you. I'm, I'm going to ask this to um, once again, sort of all of us, but maybe I'll focus in on Ira because she seems to be having the pattern of going out and seeing all these things in the environment. Um, and it's, uh, you find the bones of a creature, massive and ancient. Describe how you make this discovery. Do you know what it once was? Do these creatures still exist? Yeah. Um, I think, I think she, she like, so she does these like sort of like circles, right? Like she keeps going further and further out. And so she's pushing further than she's ever gone today. Like maybe like 50 or 60 miles away from the homestead. Mm -hmm. and she finds a 
it's a strange skeleton because it's not entirely organic. And after a lot of investigating, she basically determines that it's like the Mustang. It's like the, um, it's like those like strange guardian creatures, something that was partially, uh, like it was biomechanical, mm. but this one was like the lo- the size of like, a, I don't know, like maybe like the size of like a school bus. And I think she brings Juniper and Matthias to like look at it and Juniper so she can study it and maybe take like a skull or something back to the church museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think she eventually like asks XM what happened to those creatures and what xm tells her is that at least on earth what she did was she took all of the ones that were still active she could and she turned them on to sort of like a self-sustaining mode and like let them go free but they couldn't reproduce so they eventually just died out which i think makes era a little sad but also happy that they weren't all trapped in some horrible cycle like some of the ones people have run into earlier i like that i think era while you and her are putting the skull like maybe era's still strong right she's an android so she's like hanging the skull up for you and it's like this big heavy thing Mm -hmm. and when she's done she comes over to juniper and says i don't want you to die so focused on every day that I never thought that far ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I've, I've thought about it and I mean, I'm the lucky one in our situation, really. Uh, but I need you to know that I am not, you're not going to be alone once I'm gone. Okay, this is, this is just the beginning of your story. And, you know, we're, we're building a community right now. We're building a place for love and family and there's absolutely no way that i am going to die with if you you know without finding you a community and building a community with you okay i know it's i know it's terrifying <laughs> um but you're you're never you're never going to be alone and I'm just I'm just going to be a chapter. There's not a better answer is there. I don't <laughs> I wish I could tell you I'd I'd find a way to be immortal but <laughs> Yeah. That's I already asked. XM said it couldn't be done. <laughs> Said she tried. Yeah. I wish you weren't just going to be in 
chapters in that. I'm going to be in your whole book. But I'll have to be yeah. satisfied with the fact that there is no story for me without you. There, There is, though. I mean, I mean, everyone, like everyone who's ever been in my life, I mean, they've, they've had a chapter, they've had a time, but I don't know. I, I, I don't really think that that's what love is, you know, just having your life be completely dependent on one other person. You know, like if I love you well, then you're going you're going to find the strength to go out there and live your life and be happy with or without me because that's all I've ever wanted for you and I I promise that's going to happen, but what I meant was without you the story doesn't get started. I'm just a metal ball in the dirt. And really, without you, my story didn't get started. But, you know what? We're both in it now. <laughs> Our stories are both started, and whatever happens, I don't know. It's it's been a it's been a really beautiful story. It's not over yet. And no. I think she like turns to like head back home. Mm -hmm. Does she wait, are they at the museum? Is that what you said? Uh yeah, I thought so. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I, I think, think that's mm, Yeah, we yeah. We can call it. Do you have yeah, okay. All right. All right, well, sorry, that was long. <laughs> no, no. No, we needed to hear it. It was good. Was that your last card, Will? Yeah, that was the in last one in the hand. Okay. Uh, here's your hand, Natalie. All right. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I know, this is crazy. Oh, you, oh, you already sent it. I just sent it, yeah. Okay, let me read them real fast. Nine of hearts. Five of spades, five of diamonds, four of clubs. Okay. Um, just trying to decide who I want to ask what. <laughs> um... Okay, I kind of want to know. I guess I kind of want to know. Well. Yeah, okay, I'm going to ask Aira. Sorry, this is taking me a while. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, uh, okay, I want to know from Aira, Nine of Hearts. What will you do if someone comes to find you? Who are they and why were they searching? Hmm. And I think I'm wondering, like, okay, so 
you gave you gave uh, Matthias two months. Do we think mm-hmm. that that has passed? I think that's up to I. I guess the question is: uh, Is that Matthias? Is Matthias the one coming to find her to talk about the two months being up? It could be. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I don't see why not, you know. I can't think of anyone else who doesn't come on a regular basis, like the mechs, you know, that, to come check on us. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I, as much as, like, there is a tempting part of me to be like, oh, Sister Stray makes one more pass, I'm like, that doesn't right. seem realistic. I don't, I feel like they have that well <laughs> under control. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it is Matthias. Uh, I think we have to play out the scene to know, yeah. uh, what she will do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, um, I think, uh, you are out, Ira's out working late on like, um, some other structure, a grain silo or something like that, or clearing a field. Mm-hmm. And I think Matthias goes... Um, out into the field and it's late like the sun is setting and he's like it's time it's two months so I think she's been working on this grain silo both with her mech body and her android body at the same time like she's been controlling both Mm -hmm. and so I think she comes back to her android body so she can just talk to you and not be in two places at once mm-hmm. two months it's it's June again it's been a year and what a year it's been we actually have something to show for it and we didn't kill each other in the process no, we we didn't. Um, you said I could. I said at the I said at the beginning that I wasn't sure if I was asking for forgiveness. I am now. Matthias, I'm genuinely sorry. I'm really, really sorry that. We couldn't have had Sterling here. It's okay. I know that's not entirely my fault. We all made mistakes in that confrontation. And I understand you have to leave. If you really want to. Thank you. apology accepted even though and and I think uh, I think I have to ask for yours as well I put you in an impossible situation and I've put you in those situations time and time again it's alright and I mean if anything it's it's because of what you and Juniper have that that's why I'm leaving. I mean, look up there. And I think Matthias points as the stars are starting to come out. And he's like, 
I know that if she was out there, if she wasn't here with us right now, you wouldn't be here either. You'd be out there searching. Yeah. And yeah. For a while, I thought the reason I was going to get him was because he was the only family I've ever known. But, you know, I feel like I actually have a little more family now and, and I want it to be whole again. I understand. And as she says that, uh, the, the mech crouches down and she starts fiddling around in the back. <laughs> uh, you know, the first time I used this, this little jump gate, this tether, whatever you want to call it, I, um, I used it because Sister Stray was going to gun down Juniper. Um, so I teleported right behind uh, one of her associates and grabbed them right out of the mech they were in and well I imagine I think you know exactly what I did um um I'm, I'd be happy if it gets used better you know and she like takes the device out and she's holding it and she's like you know you might not be able to come back right yeah. Okay. But I'll try. And I know. I'll give this to you on one condition. You have to take it to Goldenrod and XM first. You can't leave this planet without a tether. You're the one who said everybody deserves a chance. And while I trust you with it, I don't know what kind of life Sterling's been living since. Hey, a guy can get up to a lot of mischief in one year. Yeah, and you can't promise that he's gotten any better. You want me to deliver a message to your... To Sterling? No, to your friends and family. Tell them that we love them. And... Actually, Matthias, could you do it? If you go... You shouldn't come back. You shouldn't... You. It's too dangerous for this thing to exist in the Runa system right now. And you know that. If you take it to XM and Gold, they can make a copy, I'm sure, so you can get there. But you know how dangerous that would be. I do. Alright. And, you know, it might take time, and you might have to convince them that you were allowed to leave, you know. Hmm. So why don't you take this to them and come stay here until it's finished and ready and they make up their minds. Sounds good. 
Okay. See you in a couple days. And she hands you the the, the device. Mm-hmm. I guess the question is, does Matthias actually do that? Or does Matthias, like, just hook it straight the fuck up to the his mech and, like, leave? I think uh, Matthias climbs into his mech. And originally yeah. he's, he, like, sets coordinates. He's going to go to Goldenrod and XM and, and go get in contact with them. And then he mm-hmm. looks up at the sky. And he looks back down at, like, everything they've built. And he's like, you know, I've always been one to sort of do it my own way. And I think he punches in the mini jump gate. And he just, he just goes. I, yeah, I think, I think Aira just sits down like hard and i bet that makes a lot of noise so i'm sure juniper can come out and know what's happening mm-hmm. yeah yeah she can definitely imply what's happened and she's she's disappointed but like not surprised not mad just disappointed uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and like she just like sits down next to Aira. I'm gonna miss him too. I really, I really thought. I really thought all that time building and and now I've thrown the tether away. There's got to be another way, right? I mean, I bet you anything XM has records or something to make another. I doubt that's the problem. I bet they know how to make a jump gate if they wanted. I don't think that's the issue. Yeah. Um... I mean, I shouldn't be super worried that thousands of years and everybody in the Runa system couldn't duplicate jump gates, they couldn't duplicate mechs. Why would they be able to duplicate this? I'm sorry. I really thought I was his friend. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, shades of gray. It's all shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think Juniper's just like you. You are his friend. I'm just not sure he's mine. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdall. Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Matthias is performed by Will Banks. The Land Whispers was developed by Jessica Osborne. Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. 
If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening.